0: Conventions are fun, and the people are funner. At Gravity Falls, Invaders' End, Dexter's Lab, Scooby-Doo, and Johnny Bravo Written by Desa Girl. Read by Doctor Fumbles McStupid. Summary: Mysterious Mysteries annual convention, known informally as My My Con, tends to attract a lot of strange con goers. While the Pine siblings decide to go to the gathering, they meet some of these strange people. Or, in which Dib Membrane is convinced that Bigfoot is at the Sherlock booth, waiting for an autograph, Velma Dinkley loses her glasses for the hundredth time, two arch enemies argue over ownership of a Cthulhu plushie, and a perfectly pompadoured man loses his nerdy escort. Listen to me, Mabel. You do not go farther than three feet from me at this convention. There are people here. People who... Dipper Pine's protective older facade crumbles as his eye drifts over a tall figure with a black trench coat and a jet black spike of hair. Apparently don't understand that trench coats are out of style and have been for like three centuries, seriously, in a public place. The figure turns around and reveals a scowling teenager with large round spectacles. Hey, it's an authentic letter replica of Mulder's black trench coat. His eyes are narrowed and his stance is defensive. Beside Dipper, Mabel blinks owlishly and looks up at the teen. "'What's Mulder?' she asks curiously. After a long pause, during which Dipper buries his face in his hands, exasperated. After all, his own sister didn't know of the X-Files. The teenager's face goes blank. "'I don't have time for this!' he says finally, shaking his head. "'Especially not when there are supernatural creatures all over this con!' Dipper looks skeptical, while Mabel absently pats the furry cat on her sweater. Really? he says. The teenager looks frustrated. Totally! Just ugh! Look over there at the Sherlock Booth! Mabel looks over confused. Why is that there? I thought this was like a monster convention. The teen sighs. It's supposed to be-but no, it's mysterious mysteries. And hey, a detective solves mysteries, diluting the purity of our supernatural focus. He shakes his head. But anyways, look. Look at the incredibly hairy man standing at the booth! Before Dipper can ask the point of this, the teen exclaims loudly, He's Bigfoot! Gathering a lot of strange looks from security and the congoers. See? They've got their people everywhere. Or should I say, they're monsters! The aforementioned hairy man turns around, revealing a bearded face with a wibbling lower lip and an extremely full head of hair. A security guard begins to approach the teen. Sir, you're upsetting our patrons, we're... They even have people on the inside. The teen leads close to the two siblings and whispers two-word, "'Constant vigilance!' before straightening up. "'Well, nice meeting you two. Dib Membrane's the name. I have a blog. It's pretty great.' By now the guards firmly grab both of Dib's arms. "'You should leave of your own free will for a little while. Calm down and then come back.' Her eyes promise terrible pain, and Dib shrugs. "'Yeah, right. Well, bye, kids. "'Hey, we're young adults!' Mabel objects at the two quickly retreating figures. As the two lose themselves in the large crowd, Mabel turns to Dipper. "Wow, what a weirdo, huh?" she says cheerily. Her brother's face is deathly pale. "Uh, Dipper? No, no way. He can't be Mothman. No, oh, oh, way." "Dipper?" Mabel asks, reaching out to her brother. Dipper turns to her with a furious expression. "Agent Mothman is bananas!" he shouts. Absolutely nuts And this whole time I was talking to him over the swollen eyeball network, and he sounded so not crazy, and then now Dipper's gaze turns crazed. Mabel, he says quietly. Dib is a relatively common name, right? Mabel blinks and merely nods. So maybe that guy wasn't Mothman. Dipper looks panicked, yet infinitely calmer than before. Mabel merely smiles and terril. Carl. A blonde man in sunglasses stands in the middle of the eating area, ham's cup to his mouth. Mabel looks over at him with curiosity. Wow, his hair is so... big. As if on cue, the man heads straight for Mabel and Dipper. Dipper groans silently, but waits. The man stops and looks down at the siblings. Hey, little mama and little dude. You seen any string bean looking guys running around? At the twins' identical look of bafflement, he continues. Big old glasses, dumb looking clothes, answers to Carl. Besides that last qualifier, you've just described half of the people here, Dipper says. He watches as a look of confusion passes over the man's face. Oh, well, I guess I'll just... The man turns to leave, only to run into a girl with short red hair and an orange turtleneck. She nearly falls, prevented only by the man's arms. Whoa, careful there! The man pauses suddenly and stares at the woman intently from behind his sunglasses. Whoa, baby! The woman squints and raises her hand up to cover her blushing face. Sorry, I dropped my glasses. She withdraws from the man awkwardly. Can't see without them. Her face suddenly crumples. The twin watches awkwardly as the man takes hold of the woman's hand gently. His voice has dropped down to a kind whisper. Don't worry about it, pretty lady. I'll help you look for em Dipper looks unimpressed. What about Carl? Johnny Bravo, the man says. He then proceeds to bow. Mabel looks amazed, while Dipper looks disbelieving. The woman stands confused, before wretchedly speaking, "'Oh, um, Velma! Velma Dinkley!' The woman reaches her hand out blindly, and Johnny takes it. After a few moments, Mabel's stomach growls. "'We should go eat,' says Dipper. Mabel nods, and their brown-topped heads bob off into the crowd, leaving the two congoers staring at each other, the blonde man still clutching the woman's hand stupidly. "'Well,' Mabel chirps, the choky chicken was pretty great. It is your fault, a red-haired teenager shouts from next to Dipper and Mabel. His vaguely German accent, however, makes the words sound quite different. You are the one who decided, oh, we should go to the con. We should see the Elder God's claw machine. And now look. Uh, the redhead waves a Cthulhu plushie and a taller, dark-haired boy's face. We have this thingy, and we are not even supposed to be at this place. The taller boy's voice is nasally. So? It's not my fault. Maybe if you weren't staring at the stupid machine with that stupid look like you wanted one so bad. This is not my fault, Mandark. You, you won the stuffed thing. The redhead shoves the plushie into the other's hands. He shoves it right back. It's yours, stupid. I don't want it. Then why? For you, moron. I know you didn't want to come, and you skipped a lab day at school to come here anyway. Poor decision on my part, the redhead sniffs, but he accepts the plushie. All right are you sure you can get into the database and make the absence disappear though the dark-haired team's face looks perfectly composed his hand twitches nervously as he wraps his arm around the redhead's shoulder yes dexter trust me the redhead stares at the plushie before relenting with a small smile okay maybe if I tell mom that I stopped by the card shop and bought it that's the spirit the taller boy says and the two drift off into the crowd mabel looks at dipper with a lost expression Do people always get this weird at conventions? Dipper shrugs. This is my first one, too, Mabel. Hey! He points towards a booth with a crudely painted vampire on it. Want to get some candy fangs? Would I? The twins scamper over to the booth, grinning, unknowing of the pair of eyes resting on the back of their heads. Interesting, a dark figure murmurs, chewing eerily on a pack of gummies shaped like ghosts. They seem to attract strange things. The other figure rolls its eyes. We're at a con. Shut up and enjoy it and stop scooping out potential investigators. The figure sighs and nods, and two congoers in all black slink over to the Sherlock booth, unnoticed, and watch as a hairy man gets his shirt signed by Martin Freeman. End.